I was not enough patience, you know, because that actually I gave up, then I failed. Today, I'm more patient. Uh, I understood that if you want to make something, do something, it takes time. And you need to know this. Um, you need to be passionate and also patient. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on my show today. I have Noyan Eden of Dectopus. Noyan, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. Yes, super excited to have you on. And before we jump into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Noyan so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's working on. And Noyan started his entrepreneurial journey during his university years. He's been interested in coding since childhood. He graduated in electronics engineering and is currently pursuing his MBA. He struggled with preparing too many presentations for student club meetings, school projects, and his prior startups. This led him to build Dectopus, the fastest presentation builder. Noyan, excited again to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Um, yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. Well, let's get it started then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Um, sure. Um, actually, as you uh, said, uh, my, um, my, uh, my adventure actually started in my college years. Um, I was interested in entrepreneurship so much, uh, when I was a student and I tried to build two startups and I failed, uh, and I learned lots of things from building products, managing people, managing business, uh, and after getting these uh, experiences, um, I started to work as a product manager in a company. It was my last year of uh, university. And then um, actually this is different than maybe other founder stories. Um, the aim of that company was to find a business idea inside the company. After that, creating a company for that business idea. So actually I was a product manager uh, in that company, and uh, I was the chairman of the student society. It was entrepreneurship society, and I was preparing lots of presentations every week. It was our meeting presentations, um, events presentations. Also, I was an engineering student, so we had to prepare lots of projects during our terms, and I needed to prepare lots of presentations for our projects also, and also. Um, especially for my uh, both first startups, I needed to prepare lots of startup pitch deck for investors and other um, incubators and other stakeholders. So I was preparing lots of presentations. So actually, um, when I um, started to work as a product manager, uh, I thought that what would be the great idea to start a business. And I just realized that creating presentation um, requires lots of uh, time. So that's why I started to uh, build Dectopus. And 
we uh, built this Dectopus idea inside that company. After building the MVP inside the company, we created a spin-off company. So I uh, just uh, turned into CEO of that company. And today uh, we are still growing and running our business. Uh, initially, we, we were in Turkey, but right now we have United States office and also Turkey office. In Turkey, we have R&D operations, but our HQ is in the States. I absolutely love that. And I appreciate you, you know, telling your story and your journey. I love that you use that word adventure um, and even including like the things that didn't probably work out as well as you would have hoped and how it sounds like you, you took those learning lessons and kind of ran with them. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it is. It is an adventure because I'm learning lots of things and it is fun. It is exciting. So that's why I'm calling it adventure. And still, I'm learning lots of things. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and I know sometimes I've had some adventures and the word that sometimes comes to mind as well, too, is scary. And I'm sure that sometimes when you're running a business and trying to figure out those things, it can sometimes be scary as well. No, actually, it is. Uh, it is. It might be scary sometimes because you need to be prepared to lots of failures, right? Because you, you, you are in uh, somewhere and you don't know the right direction because you need to try first, test it, then fail, then fail, then fail, learn, 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 then optimize it, test it again. So you need to be prepared. So it might be seen as scary uh, in this perspective, but on the other side, you are uh, free. You can test anything you want. And if you can learn from your mistakes, actually you are improving yourself also. Your business, okay, but also yourself. So I think in from this perspective, it is not scary. I think it is um, exciting because you are experiencing uh, new things every day. Every day you need to solve something. So actually, I think maybe uh, this would be um, different for each person. If you like to uh, learn something every day or solve something every day so it is good for you but if you're like nine to five uh um how can i say uh, nine to five uh, mindset then it might be scary yeah yeah, that makes sense. And I appreciate you kind of clarifying that. And, you know, even that process that you even talked about as far as like you mentioned the MVP, the minimum viable product, how you started everything and you start to test out those assumptions and seeing what works and what doesn't work. Um, that, that definitely makes sense because you're doing everything based off of the feedback and the and, you know, kind of even testing your assumptions, probably going outside of your comfort zone and the comfort zone for the yeah, organization absolutely. as well, too, and starting to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. 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 Well, I wanted to drill down a little bit more. Um, I know I touched on it when I read your bio, you did as well too. Can you take us through a little bit more about Dectopus and what you're doing to kind of help support the clients you work with? Uh, sure. Um, actually, uh, Dectopus is a presentation tool, online presentation tools, but you can think that um, there are lots of presentation tools. Why one more? Um, after starting this idea, yeah, I was preparing lots of presentations. It uh, was taking lots of time, but I researched, of course, before starting this business idea. Um, are there anyone uh, struggling with the same problem, taking too much time, bad presentations? So I researched about it and I found a report from Microsoft. And it was saying that 
um, there are 30 million presentations are given uh, each day. 30 million presentations are given each day. I uh, saw this and I thought that, wow, it is huge. But then I, I just thought that, um, okay, presentations are in education, courses, project presentations, etc. Presentations are in business, like sales um, proposals, and also startups, uh, investor updates, etc. So when I thought these areas, so it uh, became a reasonable number, 30 million, okay, because it is in every industry. But the following part of the pres- report was shocking, actually, because it was saying that uh, there are 30 million total every day, but the 15 million of them are considered as insufficient. Actually, this was shocking because I thought that, oh my God, PowerPoint is here since um, 1980s, etc. And there are lots of different presentation tools like Keynote, Google Slides, Prezi, and you name it. There are lots of presentation tools. I thought that why? Why still the half of total presentations are insufficient? And uh, insufficient means, by the way, for example, you prepare the presentation, uh, you need to spend some time to prepare it. It won't, um, it won't help you to deliver your message. So there are some limitations. It is kind of assistant. Most of presentation tools, you can see that, uh, for example, there are um, listing categories. They are in presentation tool category and also design tool category because you need to design something in other tools. But Dectopus is not a design tool. You cannot design your slides in Dectopus because we have templates and all templates are prepared by our professional designers. And you actually spending very less time, spending very less money, just subscription fee. Uh, you are preparing a good looking presentation. Um, actually, this is what Dectopus is. Nice. I appreciate you sharing that. Kind of like you, you touched on your secret sauce as well, too. Kind of like the, the thing that sets you apart and makes you unique. But it's really it sounds like to me and correct me if I'm wrong. It's about understanding like the 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 big issue that a lot of people are creating presentations, but they're not actually effective. And you're making that easier to make sure that people have, like you said, like an assistant essentially to help you to set yourself up for success so that you can have an effective presentation. Do you feel like that's part of your secret sauce? Yeah, 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 absolutely. This this is actually what we are doing. And also, not only content itself. For example, we have rehearse part on our presentation tool. And so in this way, you can practice your presentation with your uh, notes and time. And also, we offer body language tips in the presentation tool. So you can, you can listen to them and you can learn how to use your body language. And also, we are working on this. Uh, we We are... Uh, improving our assistance so it will help you further in the future uh, close future maybe um, yeah absolutely you are right absolutely love that and, and so I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack so this could be like an app a book or a habit that you have but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient I'm sure actually um, I don't know it is uh, this is a real popular book but it affected my life uh, deeply. It, it is called um, Outliers, I guess. Um, it was saying that, actually, this, it is not a big book. I mean, it is a tiny book, but uh, the main the message was is uh, was uh, if you put some effort on something, 
enough, you can increase your success chance. If you are not uh, doing um, passionately something, then you are increasing the chance of losing. So Outliers is really important book for me. Um, it gives me the energy to uh, look forward and make my best actions. Love that, uh, that hack. And so what would you consider to be what I like to call a CEO nugget? That's a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. Um, I usually say you might tell your younger business self or potentially your favorite client if you were to hop into a time machine. Yeah, uh, actually, there are some lessons actually I learned along the way, especially in my first and second startups. Um, I was really passionate about my business ideas. But I was not enough patience, you know, um, because that actually I gave up, then I failed. Today, I'm more patient. Uh, I understood that if you want to make something, do something, it takes time. And you need to know this. Um, you need to be passionate and also patient because uh, otherwise we are more likely to give up. So actually, this would be the number one nugget maybe for me. Uh, if There might be lots of troubles in the business life or in the life, the personal life. Uh, but everything, um, everything can be solved. And the time is the uh, cure of these uh, problems. It is really important to be patient and keep going. Yeah, I love both of those nuggets. And it kind of segues me to my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And our goal is to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Noyan, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being a CEO is like a bingo, being an orchestra chief. Um, we have lots of team members. We, we have our business. We, we have some units in the business. I think uh, CEO being a CEO is managing everything properly without letting them recognizing it. I mean, um, you are managing everything. You are building the system and your system is running, but nobody, um, nobody thinks about this. Everything is going. So I think being a CEO is uh, someone being someone can manage this uh, system. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Noyan, truly appreciate that definition. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Um, no, actually, thank you for having me. Um, I think the most important thing is being passionate about the business idea because in this way, we can inspire others, I think. This is the only way we can inspire others, our team members, stakeholders, investors, being passionate. And also, I think it is really important to be open to feedback and willing to pivot. Because, uh, okay, the business idea might be great, the product might be great, but if it is not going very well, I talked about being patient, but it is uh, really important to be willing to pivot sometimes, not failing, but pivoting. I mean, uh, changing the way of uh, doing works or solving the problem, etc. So I think this is really important. Uh, I hope it helps uh, people. Uh, thank you for having me.
Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you again, you know, taking some time out and, and talking about all the awesome things that you're doing. Thank you so much for doing that, my friend. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.